Hey, and welcome to Unthinkable. I'm Jay Akunzo. It's time for another slingshot this week. These are short stories of creative side projects that led somewhere surprising. These episodes aim to answer one question. What does it look like when people trust their intuition? What do you imagine if I tell you that somebody in business wrote something? Jargon-filled press releases? Meaningless corporate slogans? Confusing emails from the CEO? What causes so much writing in the business world to be filled with, well, crap? I've done a lot of research on this. I am an analyst, after all. And I think the main thing that causes people to be unclear in the way they communicate in business is fear. This is Josh Burnoff. He's a blogger and an author, and he imagines a business world full of writing that's clear and concise. So why is fear the issue for people? They are just afraid of what might happen if they make a clear, simple statement. Somebody might actually hold them to it. Josh spent 20 years as an analyst at Forrester Research, fielding tons of emails and press releases from tech companies trying to influence him and his organization. I'd estimate that 99% of what people tried to get by me was bullshit. A lifelong writer, Josh knew that no matter what he did after Forrester, he was going to help others write more clearly. But I needed some kind of a hook for that. And so he decided to name his blog Without Bullshit. On the site, Josh writes six to 800 words every single weekday. So I look at uh, emails from managers to their staffs. I look at press releases. I look at statements by Donald Trump. Really, anything that would be considered potentially bullshit, I analyze them and take them apart so people can see exactly why this thing isn't communicating well and what are the lessons from that. Shortly after launching, he got a call from his old CEO at Forrester, a guy named George, George Colony, Colony. And he said, you're doing two things wrong. You shouldn't do this every day. And you can't have bullshit in the title because you'll offend people in, in the Midwest. They don't like that. And as it turns out, those were the, exactly the two things that made me successful. <laughs> so, so while I respect George and his opinion, I don't think that the hook for this would be nearly as simple if people didn't have without bullshit to hang it on. And I think the blogging every day is what enabled me to actually produce enough material to make a book out of it. But Josh saw tons of passion in the early fans of his work, and so he knew he was on to something. Today, he has tens of thousands of readers and followers, and he's written four books and really makes a living writing and writing clearly. But fundamentally, Josh writes a blog about writing. There are thousands of blogs about writing on the internet, and as you'd expect, others have advised Josh since he was young that, hey, maybe you should focus your efforts on something else. He recalls being back in school where he says he had two core skills. I was a very good writer and I was very good at math. And everyone was like, oh, well, you have to do the math because there's lots of writers, but there aren't that many people who are good at math. And I mean, I went to MIT in the PhD program for math for three years before I gave up on that. And I've always worked in technology and I've always taken advantage of the math stuff. But if you look across all of the jobs I've done... The writing is actually the thing that's most common. So Josh just couldn't deny his first love. He trusted his intuition, which was urging him to write a blog about writing, despite being one of tons of blogs that do so. But to avoid being just a carbon copy of all the rest, 
he used a hook to help him stand out. And against the odds, he resonated with others. I had a choice, which was to try and move everybody 12 inches in my direction or to leave 10% of them behind and move the rest of them really into my corner. And I think what happens with Without Bullshit is that you get um, you get a lot of people who are enthusiastic and a few people who are pissed off. And that's fine. I'm quite happy to leave them behind in order to have the enthusiastic backing of the rest of them. Fear ruins good writing, but Josh is not afraid. He's not afraid that people who read his writing might actually understand what the heck he really means, because when he writes, he really means it. And he's also not afraid that some people might disagree with him, or even actively dislike him, because, you see, the reverse is also true. Plenty of people love the crap out of what Josh does, because Josh, in his work, takes the crap out of what they do. Josh's intuition pushed him to writing about writing putting him among tons of other people doing exactly the same thing. But what caused him to trust that intuition was Josh coming up with a strong hook. A hook that gets people interested. A hook that keeps them coming back. And a hook that makes him stand out. So, if a hook can do all that, ask yourself, what's yours? I'm Jay Kunzo, and that was Unthinkable. Unthinkable. 